you ever think about how great it would be to go back in time, to relive some of those childhood memories? I mentioned in an earlier episode how cool it would be to relive those many miles and many hours that I spent on my little motorcycle when I was a kid, riding through the creeks and way out to that park, way out from my house where mom had no idea where I was. (laughs) That would be so great to relive. Yeah, in some ways, that would be a dream come true to go back in time. But if we really think about it, do we want to relive the hard times too? I think that's part of the deal. I guess we really can't have it both ways, not this side of heaven anyway. I certainly don't want to relive the losses of friends and family along the way and other events. Some of them, yeah, I would just rather keep in the past. I mean, if we really think about it, isn't it better to not really know what's ahead? So maybe that's where joy comes from. We don't know what's around the corner in life and on the motorcycle. It may be something great. It may be something challenging. We just don't know. And that's okay. In this week's episode, we'll discuss many things, but one of them is Ted Simon and his two journeys by motorcycle around the world. The original journey, when he was 42 years old, and then some 30 years later, a follow-up journey, and maybe an attempt to relive the past. And we'll talk about what the realities of those were, for him anyway. Thank you for joining me today. Recorded in beautiful Loveland, Colorado, welcome to Peace Love Moto, the podcast for motorcyclists seeking that peaceful, easy feeling as we cruise through this life together. Are you ready? Let's go. Well, this is not at all what I expected. (laughs) I should be out on my motorcycle right now. It's a Saturday and the sun's just come out and it is absolutely beautiful outside. I should be out on my bike somewhere on the back roads, either alone or with my buddies. And we should be planning to meet up at some coffee shop later today and just talking about bikes and our love for them and be out cruising. But due to my hand injury that I described in earlier episodes, and now two surgeries into uh, getting all this fixed up and a long recovery time, eh, that's not going to happen. At a post-surgery visit just this past week, they say it may be some months now before I can ride again. And for someone who loves and I would say needs to ride, that was kind of crushing news this week. I had certainly planned on riding in the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride in Fort Collins this year, uh, actually in about six weeks from now, latter part of May, but I won't be able to do that. So instead, I am excited to announce that I'll be one of the ride hosts this year uh, at Fort Collins and uh, of the DGR, and, and I'm really looking forward to that. I may have the opportunity to give a speech and hopefully be an encouragement to other people about spreading the really good news of what fundraising activity that the DGR is really all about. It's in support of Movember, which is uh, specifically, in our case, is supporting men's health issues, including suicide prevention and prostate cancer research. So at least I hope to be able to help out in the background if I'm not in the saddle. So really, I'm lucky. I know that. I'm really lucky. I get to share with you on this podcast 
I have great friends, a loving family, and uh, motorcycles. At least I can go in the garage and start several times a week and just lean against them and think of the day where I'm back in the saddle again and riding down those wonderful roads that we all love. It's coming someday soon. In an earlier episode, I spoke about the adventures of the actors Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman. I described how they rode their motorcycles on three epic journeys around the world, and there was a documentary made about all three of those. They're often referred to as the Long Way Round or Long Way Up or Long Way Down series, and these epic adventures were were captured so well. I believe that they're still available on Apple Plus as of right now. What I didn't share with you was what was their inspiration. Well, their inspiration was a man named Ted Simon. Ted Simon is a British journalist and writer who's best known for his motorcycle journeys around the world, which he documented, the original one, in the book called Jupiter's Travels. And then many years later, he repeated the same journey, perhaps in a quest to relive those earlier memories to go back in time, like we talked about a few moments ago. In 1973, at the age of 42, Ted Simon embarked on a four-year journey around the world on a 500cc Triumph Tiger motorcycle. He covered more than 64,000 miles across 45 countries, traveling through Europe, the Middle East, Africa, South America, and North America. And during his journey, he faced many challenges, including accidents, illness, and a whole lot of political issues. He describes the challenges of having to accommodate the customs and traditions of societies that he really didn't understand. The long, long, long waits and the delays uh, that were associated with just trying to cross borders, passport issues. And he knew very well that some of these delays were really uncalled for. He was so frustrated. Some things that should just take seconds would take hours and sometimes even days. He used the expression learning proper means of waiting or proper waiting when he talked about having to just sit and do nothing in waiting rooms and wait for no apparent reason. He also describes in those journeys, though, over and over again about meeting strangers, people he would never have expected to meet, nothing he could plan on. But those relationships that were formed were life-changing. That made the trip. After returning to England, Simon wrote about his experiences in his book called Jupiter's Travels, which was published in 1979. The book became a bestseller and is now considered a classic in the genre of travel writing. Simon's journey inspired many other travelers, including Charlie Borman and Ewan McGregor, as I just described earlier. It inspired them to explore the world by motorcycle. And his books continue to be read and admired by people all around the world, including me. What's particularly amazing is that 30 years later, he did it again. Ted Simon set out on another journey around the world, this time at the age of 70. He revisits some of the places he traveled to in his earlier journey, But he also explores new territories, including China, Tibet, and Bhutan. 
In the book called Dreaming of Jupiter, In Search of a World 30 Years On, the sequence to his first book. This book reflects on his earlier travels and how the world had changed in the three decades since he had first set out on his motorcycle, and he had changed too. In Dreaming of Jupiter, published in 2007, this is a memoir that reflects on the meaning of travel and the human desire for adventure and exploration. It's been praised for its insightful observations, vivid descriptions of people and places, and just a love for the way this man can describe life from the saddle. So when I reflect back on my favorite motorcycle rides and experiences along the way, in most every case, really, it was the unexpected. It was the unexpected that made that ride most memorable. It was meeting a stranger and having a conversation over coffee or maybe even having breakfast together. It was a conversation out in the middle of nowhere in the fork of the road, deep in the mountains where these unmarked roads, you just had to guess where you were going unless you had a GPS that was actually working for you. You know, I think many of us find that some of the most joyful and memorable moments in our lives were unexpected surprises. Maybe the unknown breaks us out of our usual routines and patterns, and this can be really refreshing and exhilarating. It always gives us the opportunity to experience something new and different, which can be just life-changing sometimes, maybe. I'll close our visit today with this. A very good friend of mine once gave a speech He was talking about the unexpected and what we have control over and what we don't have control over. He described how he would get a cup of coffee and go sit on his back porch and he'd watch the birds and the rabbits and the squirrels. He knew absolutely that he had no control over what any of them were doing now and what they would do in the future. But he found real joy and comfort in knowing that he didn't have control over them, that perhaps it's just a higher power who is guiding them along, and maybe in that moment it's just for his pleasure. The joy of watching nature, things that we don't have control over, but it's wonderful anyway. So can I honestly tell you that I know for certain I'll be riding this summer? Can I say that for certain? No, not really. But that's okay. I mean, really, none of us really know what tomorrow holds or even later today. But I can tell you this with certainty. I am very grateful for the memories that I have of 50 years of riding motorcycles. I'm grateful for my friends and my family who've loved me through this trial that I've gone through with my hand and for an expectation that the odds are very good I'll be back on the road in the saddle before you know it. I'm really excited about that. So yes, finding joy in the unexpected is definitely possible. I'm certain of that and can lead us to some of the most memorable and meaningful moments of our lives that may be just ahead. Thank you so much for joining me today. I wish you peace. I wish you love. 